Don't know where to start when it comes to mermaid monofins? With a large variety to choose from, including kids' fins, big stiff blades, to full silicone mermaid fins, Finis has you covered. I have personally used several of their fins, including the Rapid, the Foil, the Shooter, and of course my personal favorite fin of all time, the Luna. This fin has been an absolute game changer for me, and I highly recommend it for its overall comfort, form, durability, and ease of use. Be sure to use my special discount code MermaidCourtney at checkout to get yourself 20% off your next purchase at finiseswim.com. Again, that code was MermaidCourtney over at finiseswim.com, and the link will be in the show notes down below. Hello, my fishes. Courtney Mermaid here, and welcome back to another episode of the Scales and Tails podcast. Today, we're going to be talking all about exploring your mermaid aesthetic. This is, it's actually kind of funny that this is what I'm recording today because um, today is the 18th of January and it's about 7.13 p.m. And uh, Miss Nerdmaid herself, the Nerdmaid Faith, is actually live right now on Instagram showing off an amazing new pair of uh, gloves that she received. You know those really crazy looking like scaled uh, nylon arm sort of gloves with the webbed fingers? Um, I've seen a few mermaids who've, who have like, who have them but I've never actually known anybody like locally where I could actually see these. I'm super excited to check these out when we're all finally able to hang out again. Oh, get here faster. But um, yeah, they're absolutely epic and they've got that real like siren kind of vibe and so it's just sort of fitting and I had this opportunity to sit down and record uh, this Tuesday that you're listening to this, record this episode. So you know, it's an amazing thing, and it's actually, like, while we're on that sort of uh, subject, I know that Nerdmaid Faith was, like, talking a little bit in some of her videos, trying to figure out, or was it a live? I can't remember now, but trying to figure out how, like, the siren tail kind of works its way into the Nerdmaid aesthetic, you know? And it kind of, it partially inspired um, this episode, but it's something that I actually get a lot of questions about. Like, how do you figure out what your aesthetic is? Like, what is your vibe? Where do you start? How do you figure it out? Not so much like the Mersona backstory of things, although it can and often does tie in together, but more like, how do you figure out what tail to buy? You know, there's so many options out there now. Like, I mean, I mean, it, like aesthetically speaking, not necessarily, you know, the functionality, because that's a whole other video, my dudes. As a like, we we need to sip on our white claw for that one, okay? Oh yeah, that's the good stuff. Mango today. That's like, I used to record these at like four or five in the morning. So recording them in the evening, hopefully at least I'm a little bit more aware of my surroundings and it's good. But, um, but yeah, that was something I wanted to do. It's something I wanted to talk about for a while now. And I figure, you know, enough of you guys have asked. So let's, let's make a whole episode on it. So starting from kind of the ground up, I guess let's kind of approach, you know, where can you get inspiration from? Like, where does it come from? Because you know what's also funny is you'll see some mermaids will be very different. Like, they'll appear very differently than they do in their everyday life. And there's often reasoning for that. And sometimes it's, you know, it's the exact opposite. Where I feel like my aesthetic as a mermaid is very much my aesthetic, well, sort of. Actually, I think maybe I'm probably more feminine, I think, on the feminine side. Um, in terms of my aesthetic, I'm a little bit more, I don't know, I just, she, she looks down and uh, jeans, t-shirt, and yeah, <laughs> it's 
kind of been my go-to look for my entire existence, but I'm not much of the skirts and, and dresses kind of, kind of gal. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I, but I still feel like I am a cohesive look. Like I, you know, green and yellow and blue are my sort of three favorite colors just in real life and black and white plus those as accenting colors is very typically the kind of look that I have, you know, but I do know some mermaids who are very extravagant in their, um, their overall appearance as a mermaid, whereas in real life, they're a lot more subdued and a lot, you know, more sort of toned, toned down, if you will. And it could also play into the kind of day jobs that we have, obviously. <laughs> but that's, that's again, like more Mersona kind of stuff. But when it comes down to it, if you're, you're really stumped and you're like, I, listen, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know what, what colors, like, help me. Pinterest, my fishes. Pinterest is now your best friend, okay? Pinterest, Pinterest, Pinterest. Look for things that spark, for lack of a better term, things that spark joy, things that make you happy. And they don't necessarily need to be specific articles of clothing or specific colors or specific anything. But just look for things that just throw out sort of a very broad net, if you will. And and kind of as you're collecting these items, you can look for the similarities, look for the things that, the, the trends that you see. Are you somebody who really likes a very traditionally nautical kind of a vibe? Are you somebody who likes a little bit more steampunk? Maybe you're a bit more goth. Maybe you're a bit more fantasy, like uh, Disney fantasy or traditional fantasy or something a little bit edgier, something a little bit darker. Maybe you're more medieval. Maybe you're more um, sort of sci-fi mermaid. Like you really could take this in any... Uh, direction under the sun. You know, it's, and it really is up to you. So when I did my comparison video comparing like the siren tale to my siren, my version of the siren tale, I had a few people who left comments along the lines of like, what was the point of this? Why did you, what, why? Like these tales don't look anything alike. What was the point in showing us this? And the point wasn't to be like, oh yeah, these are totally the same tale. But the point was more, I was looking at, and if you'd watched, if you'd watched the whole video or paid attention, I'm, I'm sorry, the, the comments kind of frustrated me a little bit because I was like, I wasn't doing this to be like, oh, this is the exact duplicate of this tale. Because listen, if I wanted to make an exact copy of that tale in fabric, I could, but that's not, I'm an artist. I'm not a copycat. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a creator. I like to create something. I like to find the story within something new or, you know, if it's based around the same world. So for me... I was trying to find my essence within, like, if I was going to be a species of, you know, mermaid or siren or what have you, like, what would my vibe be? So that's maybe a little bit more advanced. Maybe you're just kind of starting out and you're like, look, I don't even, I don't even know if I'm a siren or a mermaid or like, I don't even know what, where do I even start? Something that will also kind of help guide you will be the functionality side of it. As I mentioned earlier, it really is kind of its own topic, but it does inter, you know, weave, woven, weave <laughs> into this for an idea. But based on what kind of a monofin you want to use, you are going to have some limitations in terms of like what tail makers make, you know, skins for the particular monofin that you want to use, which might also help dictate what your look will be. And um, it definitely is a thing. You'll, you'll notice people who have tails from specific tail makers all tend to have a similar style and and it not like 
what's the word I'm looking for here? Like just like the the feeling, the essence. It's kind of like how when you're watching a Disney and or a Pixar uh, movie, you 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 see that sort of commonality, that kind of overall brush stroke that kind of makes them all able to exist beside each other, despite the fact that they all look and have their own unique um, sort of essence and vibe. But it's it's in the it's in the the vein where you can kind of. A fin folk tale is a fin folk tale is a fin folk tale. You can always tell a fin folk tale, and if you can't, well, then <laughs> trust me. Once you've been around the community for a while, you can you can see them. You can you just you know they have an aesthetic. They have a vibe. You know what I mean? It's like a Mer Taylor tale. You can always tell who's got a Mer Taylor tale. They got a very specific aesthetic, a very specific vibe. You know, same with Mer Nation or you know Fin Fun or one of my tales or wherever it is that you're going. That artist will have kind of a look. And that will also help to dictate what what will work with and what may not work so well with your specific look. So now we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. So let's get back to uh, the Pinterest of it all. So you're like, okay, Courtney, well, great. Now I've got this Pinterest board full of everything from sunsets to shipwrecks and somebody help me because I don't even know where to start. So think about some of the things in your life that, you know... I can remember when I used to, way back when, okay, way back when, I used to work at a bank. And if you took the mermaid version of, of myself next to that version of myself, these are two totally different people. Because I had to be. I had to wear the dress, the dress shoes and the pants and the tops and the thing. I had to put my hair up and I had to, you know, make up and I had to look a certain way. I had to act a certain way. I had to be a certain way. But in my sort of my time my after work, before work, whatever, my time, I would definitely seek out different activities or different apparel or different pastimes, different things that would help in the future dictate my look and how I was going to evolve as a mermaid. So, but you don't really, you might not see these things right away, but you got to become kind of a detective <laughs> for yourself. You have to start to see the patterns. Are you somebody who secretly maybe even if you can't if this is not you're not able to to do this in your your day to day you know because mermaiding is quite can be quite out there and it's not always you know <laughs> cool to show up in full mermaid attire at your your office job you know not that anybody's got an office job right now we're all working from home but you know what i mean and, um, but is there something that you gravitate towards? Is there a, a color? Is there something that makes you feel like that rush of like, yes, I'm in the right place at the right time and I'm feeling good and I'm feeling fabulous and this is so me or so mermaid, <laughs> you know? So for me, like comfort has always been a key and comfort definitely dictates how I live my mermaid life and how I have established my mermaid look. Comfort is like of the utmost importance. Probably more than anything, I need to be comfortable. I've got a lot of reasons for this, but if you know, you know. Okay, comfort is key, right? So simplicity. So I'm not somebody who goes in for a lot of bells and whistles and a lot of added stuff. Even on my fancier tops, it's still very, they're still very simplified. They're still very practical. That was something that has kind of dictated. So I have my colors. I've got my three favorite colors. These have always been and probably always will be my three favorite colors. And I have worked them into this simplicity and I have taken the time to sit and design and experiment and all of these things. And so you're probably saying to yourself, well, Courtney, that's all well and good. You're an artist. You're sitting down and you're doing sketches or you're doing whatever it is you're doing and you're figuring it out. Now, 
that's not necessarily the only way to do something, you know? And don't forget, there are a lot of mermaid artists um, out there who do, who are willing to, you know, take commissions on to help you get an idea and, and help to, to draw up maybe a, a style guide for you, something like this, you know? Uh, Mersona art, you know, stuff like that. So it's a great way to kind of get some ideas flowing. But that's not to say that you couldn't collect swatches of fabric, you couldn't collect um, different objects or items that give you inspiration to help guide you in that in that kind of thing. Like you don't necessarily have to have the, the artistic green thumb, if you will, um, <laughs> green paintbrush, I don't know, whatever. Um, to, to figure it out. Like, you can still create a mood board. You can go onto Canva and put a, you know, make a nice big collage of the things that kind of give you inspiration. And then from that, you can go out, you can start comparing what's available on the mermaid market, as it were, and start picking a little something from here, a little something from there. Now, I know there's the, the idea that, like, and I guess for me, when, because I create everything... I try to create everything myself within reason, obviously. So if I have a tail, I usually make myself the matching top. But that's not to say that you couldn't get a tail from one artist and a top from another artist and and the thing. You'll be able to find stuff that works, like like Faith and the and the the gloves, for example. Like that was just uh, you know, uh, there's a word I'm trying to say here, not happenstance, a happening. Uh, mm. <laughs> it's the end of my day. Can you tell? Um, but it just happened to work out and she was able to find these gloves and, and was able to buy them. And, and look, they they look amazing with the top and the colors match great. They look really cool. And like, look at that. That's They're not made by the same artist. You know what I mean? The gloves and the tail were not made by the same artist. So it, it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. It does help if you are sort of really new and you're not really sure what it is you're looking for. You know, a lot of these uh, companies now, they'll offer sort of a full service kind of deal if you want to get the tail and you want to get the top and you want to have the things that are kind of matchy-matchy with the same brush stroke. It's the same idea between why do television shows have an art director? You know what I mean? It's somebody to oversee the look of something to give you a very cohesive uh, vibe. And it can be hard to figure out, like, where, where to start with that. And, you know... Um, for anybody new, I used to work in animation as a as a character designer slash artist. That was my my <laughs> my job before I quit that and became a full time uh, mermaid content creator and tail maker. So just a little bit of <laughs> so I kind of know how that pipeline kind of kind of works. But um, but basically, it helps to give you kind of a cohesive brushstroke across the whole the whole project when one person can kind of oversee everything. And um, your mermaid tail will help dictate that, obviously. The kind of mermaid tail that you choose will help to dictate, you know, what accessories you're going to want. And, you know, you, you just let it let it evolve. Like, let it happen. I find that pe sometimes people, this is also like people who are trying to find a niche for their business. I feel like we all get stuck in this. We all evolve over time. You can't imagine, like, if you, a picture of me now and a picture of me in my 20s and a picture of me in my teens, and these are... Like, you can tell I'm the same person, but you can see that I've evolved. And it's okay to also have your mermaid look and your aesthetic and your vibe evolve as well. It's You don't have to be stuck if you're, you know, only doing one thing. Now, it, maybe it's a little bit more of a sensitive thing if you are trying to work a brand around something. I think it's more about having, like, those key elements that you are kind of known for and you kind of... Because it's you, it kind of works. Um... 
do you like does I hope that I hope that makes some sense because it can often be ah here's a good example so it's kind of like how an artist has a style. You will, with time, develop your mermaid style. The, the more things that you experiment with, the more looks, the more colors, the more wigs, tops, uh, you know, tails, and all of these things that you experiment with, you will eventually kind of develop a style that you will become known for. And I do think it's pretty funny. Like, I remember being a young artist trying to get into school and, and all I could ever fixate on, I could just honestly <laughs> go back in time and give me a swift clip up the side of the head. Because you know what? You will develop your style. And I used to focus on like, oh, I don't have a style. My style sucks. Like, it's not there yet. And it's like, your style doesn't suck. You just haven't found it yet. I mean, you just haven't found it yet. And if you are truly struggling and you're like, I don't even know what to do. I mean, <laughs> there are people out there who are totally willing to to help who may even have a package or something you could look at and be like, okay, I want, you know, I want to do this. So if somebody comes to me and they're like, hey, I have an idea for a mermaid tail and I would like the all of the matching accessories and all of the things to go with it. I am absolutely able to hook you up. This is what I do. Like, I make mermaids for a living. This is what I, this is what I do. So, you know, you're not alone. Don't ever feel like you're alone. But also don't ever feel like what you're doing is wrong or what you're doing isn't, you know, it's part... Figuring out what you don't like is as important as for figuring out what you do like, right? Maybe that seems a little bit like an abstract concept, but it's just kind of... It's part of the whole thing. And I feel like if more people in their, their lives... Like, this goes for anything in life, really, not just making a mermaid tail decision here. This also just applies, but knowing what you don't like or getting turned down for an opportunity or not finding that you enjoyed something as much as you were hoping that you would is just as important as finding that that dream thing that you've always wanted because how will you know what you want if you don't know what you don't want i hope that came out of my mouth right but <laughs> but honestly like it's 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 a real gamble here um <laughs> the other thing that I recommend before you dive into anything. So if you're listening to this and you haven't got your tail sorted yet and you're still kind of new and you haven't figured it out yet, take some time. Take some time and just kind of float around the internet a little bit. Go to some of the forums, go on to some of the Facebook groups and just sort of let yourself feel the currents and feel the vibe. See what people are enjoying. You know, what's the what's the hot thing right now? What's the fad right now? What it, What are people gravitating towards? And kind of look at what other people are doing. Like, for example, a silicone tail for me, right? What <laughs> I had in my mind, I was like, this is way back when now, right? I knew the moment I saw my first Creature Fins tail, and then forget what happened when I saw one in person. Because if I didn't just... <laughs> it was so embarrassing. I got so excited. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was really funny. I, like... Yeah, that was an embarrassing moment because I was just way more excited than I, I've ever been for anything. Seeing a Creature Finn's tail in person, just, I knew. I was like, alright, if I'm ever gonna get, if I'm ever gonna get a silicone mermaid tail, it is gonna be, like, it would have to be. Because this is such a vibe, this is such an energy, and I can feel it, and I love it, and it's just, you'll have a lightning will strike you moment, and it'll happen. And it might not necessarily be Creature Fins, maybe it's it's Finfolk, or Murtail, or Mernation, or whoever else is out there right now. Maybe you find a Moonsong Tail, maybe you find one of my tails, maybe it's a Fin Fun. It could be anybody, right? It could be anybody out there. But it'll hit you. 
and you'll and you'll kind of be like, oh my gosh, that's the one. That's the one. But take your time with it. Take your time with it. Like we talk about this in the mentorship group as well. Um, the budgeting side of it. Because if you're you're buying a lot of things and you're like, well, I'm not totally sold on this, but maybe somebody pressured you into it, or you know, this is the latest and greatest fad, but you know, I'm, you know, I'm not really down with this. I'm not really excited about it, but you got it anyways because you felt like, well, you know, damn it, woman, I just need something to swim in, you know? You know, so save up. Wait for that one thing. You, we've, we've talked about this here as well. You do not, a mermaid tail, the mermaid tail does not make the mermaid. You know what I mean? You can throw on a pair of flippers, a monofin, whatever you got, and that makes you a mermaid. Even, even not. Just the, the mentality. It's a mermaid mindset, if we're being absolutely frank and honest with you <laughs> here. It's a mindset, in, in my very honest opinion. So, so take your time. Enjoy this process. This is something, like, I've been mermaiding, um, like, I've been making mermaid tails for you know, 14... I've lost track. I think it's about 14 years. I can't math right now. I think it's actually, we're going on 15 years this year. Is that right? Yikes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, where was I even going with that? I don't even know. <laughs> oh my goodness. I think we we're talking about evolution of mermaiding and figuring out where we're going and where we started and all of these things. I'm going to go back and listen to it because I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Okay, I literally went back and I had to listen. <laughs> what I was trying to say is take your time with it, guys. I've been doing this for a long time. And I think if I could go back and give like baby Courtney Mermaid a little bit of advice, it would be to just appreciate where you're at. You may not have every single thing under the sun. And I get this as a comment all the time on my videos. Like, oh my gosh, you have so much mermaid stuff. Like, I don't have anything. It's not fair. It's not this. It's not that. It's not the next thing. And I used to feel that way too. I used to look at, at other, other mermaids and think, well, I don't have all the things and I don't, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it, 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 it will come. Okay, it's coming to you right now. It's literally moving towards you. Whatever it is that you want is literally out there. And it's just trust me on this one, okay? It is out there. And it is <laughs> mer mom for the win here is coming at you. You just have to be ready for it. You got to be patient and you got to be appreciative of what you've already achieved. You know what I mean? Like and if you're making your own tail, if you're if you're going to buy a tail, all of these things take time. My first couple of tails were hideous. They were the worst. They were terrible. And I loved them so much because it, it just, it made it real. You know what I mean? And it's about that journey. So when it comes down to, I feel like we've, we've just gone all over the place with this today, but let's bring it back just uh, for a second here, back down to like figuring out your aesthetic. You know, it could, it could, it could hit you like you find a piece of jewelry and from there all of a sudden the inspiration comes. You have no idea where it's going to come from, but you won't know until you experiment, until you try out different things and you and you see what's going to work for you. You know what I mean? And and um yeah, so my my big thing to you 
is you need to follow your heart. That's absolutely job one. If um, you're like, you're doing this for you. I mean, I hope you're doing this for you. I hope you're not doing this to impress anybody but yourself because being a mermaid is such an inward journey as well, right? It's just an inward expression and outward expression of yourself. And so, you know, copying another mermaid or, you know, just trying to be like somebody else, you're going to feel a hollowness to that. That's not going to be fulfilling the same way that it would if you if you created something for yourself or you found that vibe for yourself. And yeah, it may take a little bit of emulating or a bit of watching what other people are doing, but you will find it. I promise. I promise that you will. It's out there. It's going to happen for you. Okay. So, um, I'd love to hear from you guys. Shoot me a message over on Instagram. I'm at Vancouver Mermaid over on Instagram. What are you struggling with right now? I'd like to know. Um, or have you just had a lightning moment? And you're like, oh my gosh, Courtney, this is going to be my color scheme or this is going to be my aesthetic. This is going to be my vibe. I want to know. I want to know. I love hearing from you guys. And you're always so good about sharing um, the, the podcast over on Instagram. I appreciate it so much. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know I enjoyed it. And um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to chatting with you all again soon. Happy swimming. Bye.